0: Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking about- Bread. Let's get this bread. (laughs) Natalie, what is bread?
1: Bread is a staple food prepared from dough made with flour and water, and you usually bake it.
0: I know there's gotta be somebody in the world who has just eaten bread. They've lived their life, they've had the Wonder Bread, they've had Roman meal, they've had the other types of bread that there are that I have tried. Because right. I'm a man of the world. Sure. But they may have never thought about what's in it or how it's made.
1: Right. Flour and water. That's the only thing it needs to be brought.
0: And flour is ground wheat. Or grain. Oh, so it could be ground barley or ground uh, spelt. Or uh, millet. That's one of those ones. Whew, I feel like I've asked you, Natalie, what is millet? And you were like a cereal grain. And I was like, what's a cereal grain? And you were like, you know, like millet. <laughs>
1: The only thing I know about millet is that if your bird's good, you give it some of that.
0: Okay, Uh, so it's a reward grain.
1: It's a reward for birds. (laughs) Birds love it.
0: So I actually just looked up the other day because the only thing that we've really been allowed to do for recreation in a public space is just to go outside and just walk around. Right. And of course, there's ducks there because it's springtime. Uh Uh-huh. We've seen people going and feeding bread to the ducks. Number one, I always hear that bread is not the thing you're supposed to give to ducks.
1: No, I don't think it's good for ducks now, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, we have- squirrels
1: have bread. They can have a little bread.
0: I think squirrels can eat anything. Dogs can have bread. Possums?
1: Would a cat eat bread?
0: A cat would only eat bread if it wasn't supposed to. (laughs) If you gave a cat bread, the cat would give you a look like you're being an asshole. Right, but if you had your famous favorite bread, <laughs> and you were saving it, the
1: best it, bread you ever had,
0: and you were saving it for tomorrow, <laughs> you would come back and the cat would have eaten it.
1: Uh huh. Does a fish eat bread? So, I already know the answer. I'm asking Oh my her. god! <laughs> this is the quiz. <laughs>
0: a fish does eat bread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> eat that they do eat bread, yeah, I used to always like to feed fish bread out in out in the nature. I would bring hot dog buns and I'd feed them to the fish.
0: What do fish usually eat? they just eat little floaty stuff so they would probably like it,
1: yeah, they don't know the difference. They just know something hit the top of the water and they're gonna eat it. That's why you could also feed them your spit. I... just if I'm feeling benevolent, I'll actually put food on the top of the water for them to eat instead of just spitting into it. <laughs>
0: You're like a fish dominatrix. <laughs> like, come eat my spit, you worm. Give me your fucking PayPal, because fish are pay pigs. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> pay fish. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I figured it out. I finally figured it out. You're allowed, you know, you're allowed to give to ducks, you're allowed to give them earthworms.
1: Oh, I got those
0: laying around. Sure, got everybody's got some in the fridge. You're allowed to give them oats and corn and rice. Cooked
1: rice or
0: uncooked rice? Um, it didn't specify, I would imagine, cooked rice. And this is really unexpected. And I was... dog buns. <laughs> now, those are a form of bread. This may surprise you. <laughs> you know, Natalie, you know what they said you can give to ducks? Uh. Compost. Oh. They said you can just go out and get your old rotten food and throw that at the duck and say, eat it, bitch.
1: (laughs) Eat this old rotten junk. (laughs) Old hot dogs. Oh, I would feed hot dogs to fish, too. Fish eat hot dogs. Bread is one of the oldest man-made foods.
0: The chain of events must have taken them quite some time to take what is essentially grass and take it and take some rocks and grind it up and then mix that with water and then cook it on a fire. It's pretty elaborate.
1: The first bread they think was probably like some kind of ground up root or grass or some kind of like bullshit like that, right? And they would grind it on the stone and then they would cook it directly on the stone. When you think about it, like how, why would they think to do that? But you think about it, like it probably wasn't really fun to chew on that stuff. All they had to do is think about, well, maybe we can make the rock chew it a little bit first before I chew it. Because yeah. when I, it takes too long and it's all wood. They were trying to like alleviate some work from themselves by doing it with the rock instead.
0: I think you're right. That would have been one of the first memes. You're cavemanning around the first one that figures out how to grind it all up and then put it by the fire and do all this. Like, you know, somebody's just out there fucking around. I mean, I think at a certain point, there's no spoken or written language. When the caveman is like, yo, I think I just created bread, but he does the thing. Like in Animal Crossing, like when your character just spins around, you're like, come here, come here, follow me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because they couldn't talk. It's really hard to type on that keyboard. They were like, okay, and he just hands the guy He hands the other caveman the bread he made and he's like, eat. And the other caveman's like, okay. And then he's like, fuck, this is like bread, dude.
1: What probably happened was that they were doing the thing where they would mash the the shit on the rock and then like lick it off, right? What happened was probably someone left it out
0: Oh. and forgot about it. Uh-huh.
1: And then they were like, oh, that rock smushed up stuff is there. Or I'm just going to eat it. And then they would eat it and be like, I like it better like this. Yeah. But then it would probably take them a few times of doing that for them to even realize what it was that made them like it more so they could do it on purpose again.
0: Yeah. Well, they had tens of thousands of years to come up with this. Right. When was the first bread? I mean, we don't I know we don't know cuz it rots, but when do they think was the first the bread? The first
1: evidence they've found of making bread was 14,500 years ago.
0: 14,000. Mm-hmm. What was the evidence?
1: They found like surfaces with starch pressed into them and shit like that.
0: Mm, okay. When do you think the first weird doctor that said to not eat this for your gut health? <laughs> When do you think was him?
1: Probably first doctor.
0: (laughs) So there's... uh... So there's a hospital in town, and I still don't totally understand why this is, but there's a hospital here in Columbus called Doctor's Hospital,
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and uh, we were driving by it, pointed out the window, and my kid, and I was like, there's Doctor's Hospital. She was like, ha ha, and I was like, no, dude, it's fucking called Doctor's Hospital, and she was losing it. She was looking at the sign. She's like, it fucking says Doctor's Hospital. <laughs> What does that mean?
1: Oh god, I can imagine, yeah. It's
0: like that is the name of the hospital, and she's like, What the fuck? <laughs> but that may have been first doctor who did that.
1: Right, first doctor was the one who gave you one easy tip for gut fat.
0: I saw I saw an ad the other day. That was somebody sticking a popsicle stick in an electric outlet, and it said "Save eight percent on your electricity bills."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones where it's like doctors don't want you to know this one weird tip for gut health, and it's like some guy, and it's ho- he's holding up like an old dried up sweet potato. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I've tried that. I've eaten an old sweet potato. It's not
1: that. <laughs> it's not that great. <laughs>
0: My guts still fucked homie.
1: <laughs> people like bread a lot. They've been eating it since basically the dawn of eating. And so people are into it. Um, it is leavened with uh, different stuff. You can have it leavened with microbes or chemicals or whatever
0: leavened is just when you've got that mixture of like starch and gluten and water that comes from the wheat and water and everything else right mm-hmm. leavened is like when you have little bubbles. little bubbles yeah in it
1: yeah so okay so you could have like regular bread where it's like just yeast yeah or you could use something like baking soda and baking powder and so that would be like irish soda bread uh-huh. Or, like, banana bread. Or you could have... They'll pump air into it and blow it up.
0: Really? Like,
1: whip it up. Whip
0: oh, it up. oh, like <clears throat> with a whisk or
1: something, yeah. Like, you can use, like, egg whites and whisk the egg whites up and then add your other ingredients in order to get the air into it.
0: Oh, you can make bread with egg whites? Mm-hmm. You can make bread with anything, can't you?
1: Anything? As long as it has flour in it and water.
0: If you put one flour and one water onto... A steak, would it be a form of bread?
1: (laughs) No, that would be a country fried steak. Oh,
0: well, stay tuned. Country fried steak will be for subscribers only.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's when you put the flour on the steak.
0: Yeah, let's get off this topic. That sounds good.
1: So they didn't really start using grain to make bread until 10,000 B.C., Prior to that, it was just like whatever they would find. So, because what would I they was, use? They would use like roots of stuff and shit they would find. Because they were gathering before then.
0: Do you know how dangerous it is to be a gatherer? Like, just going out through the woods and trying to walk around in the woods, I get poison ivy all over myself. My kid almost got poisoned by poison <laughs> hemlock.
1: <laughs> you guys are like foolish with your interactions with plants. We're not. I have pictures of you holding a giant bouquet. That was
0: like 15 years ago, though. I had
1: to rescue you from inside the cornfield because you're having allergic reactions. That all was
0: like four years ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want a much more intimate experience with the plants than I think is, is reasonable.
0: No, I just want to be among them. We don't have to touch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except for the corn. You touch but the corn. They plant that shit so close together... What am I gonna do? You were- you were hugging it. (laughs) Isn't there a rap video of you somewhere with you hugging on it?
0: Can't believe all the receipts are getting pulled out. This is like the returns line at Target.
1: Combination of you and Nona being extremely inside, like, comparatively. These generations of people are more inside than any other generation has ever been.
0: Like inside the house? Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Because we keep getting fucking poisoned.
1: Right. (laughs) See so we all have like really great allergies and shit, and like we're all like pasty white. people ten thousand years ago,
0: they could probably hang.
1: They could probably hang a lot better because they had never seen inside before. they were they were living in like little
0: whatever the fucks, little outsides,
1: little outsides <laughs> under a cave or something <laughs> under an old rock, you know, hollowed out log. I don't fucking know where we used to live. <laughs> Before houses, before agriculture.
0: My first thought when I think about how I don't really know how to survive outside, my first thought is like, oh no, like I need to learn. And then immediately the rational part of my brain kicks in and it's like, you're being dumb. There's no situation where we would all just be turned out into the outside and have to live like cavemen and you would want to survive. Just like if that happens, like. Just give yourself those 72 hours to say goodbye to this world. Right, right. I'm just like You're not going to you're not going to make it. You you make websites. You have no place among the flora and fauna. Your time Your time is up. And you know how lucky to be able to get those final 72 hours of not being able to acquire fresh water.
1: Right. To just
0: Look back and think, wow, I really had it great.
1: I had a good run. Like, if there's ever, if there are certain nuking places, I'm going to, like, I'm going to try to get as close to the drop zone as possible. Like, just nuke me. Hit me directly. I'm not going to survive it after that if you don't. I'm going to. So just, like, take me fast. (laughs)
0: I'm going to find the closest military research center, and I'm just going to chill out there. I'm going to lean my car seat back a little bit so I'm more relaxed. I'm just going to put something...
1: I get better exposure. (laughs) (laughs) Roast me. Roast me good. (laughs) Get all the good spots.
0: (laughs) Roast me, Vladimir.
1: I not. I'm not an outside person. They'll make me have to die of thirst for four days after that. Cause that's what's gonna happen.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I've seen threads. I've, I've... seen
1: threads too.
0: <laughs> threads too.
1: <laughs> Sequel.
0: Now there's Two
1: threads too serious. <laughs> 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 this time they're gonna nuke the rats too. What were you we talking about? How did we end up talking about this?
0: Bread. Bread. Cavemen.
1: Cavemen. they could hang going out into the woods and finding a root. And they would and that was what happened before then. And then in Ten Thousand S when they it's around when they started doing agriculture. And so they had more stuff to make bread with.
0: So they would just have rows and rows of wheats and then they would just have the the little assembly line set up
1: i don't think they invented the assembly line until like the 1900s but
0: (laughs) i'm just thinking there's some caveman out there like timing how long it takes the other caveman to grind and he's like no you need to optimize this process bro
1: so back when they would make bread back then, though, there was enough yeast on the surface of cereal grains where they would just, like, leave their dough out. It would get leavened on its own. Really? Yeah. Most bread will do that. That's how you make sourdough starter. You just get a little bit of water and flour, and you just let it go.
0: And you just set that out in your house, and you just get enough bacteria floating around.
1: Yeah, and you have to, like, babysit it and, like, add add more flour throw half of it away and like do shit like that for like a week or two with it. But then it's just like eternal bread leavening.
0: I like the science project aspect of creating something from nothing, or from a little bit of flour. Like when I started replanting the green onions.
1: You eat the onion, and then you stick it in the thing, and and then we have like a garden in the kitchen that just looks like long grass.
0: Yeah, just a ton of green onions, and it's uh, it's kind of stupid how how fun it is to me because I'm so disconnected from the food chain. I'm like, no, look,
1: I made these green onions. You plant.
0: <laughs> you don't even need to plant the whole plant. You can plant part of the plant, and then you get a whole plant, and then you eat part, and you put the other part back. It's like free.
1: Free green onions forever. (laughs) You eat green onions constantly.
0: (laughs) It's the only fresh produce I can rely on. Yeah, right. I got a a parsley plant. Parsley's an underrated herb. You know, you get all the leaves off of it. I planted a parsley plant... And I expected it was going to be like... A bush. Yeah, I thought it was going to leaf out. I thought it was going to be beautiful. And all that's happened is I've taken really good care of the parsley plant. I've been monitoring its like hydration levels and making sure the temperature and the sunlight that it gets is optimal and stuff. All that's happening is the parsley is getting really long. I've got this I've got this parsley that's like eight inches long and it's just all stem and there's two little leaves on the tip of every one. Every morning when I fucking go down there, I've just got longer and longer parsley.
1: Maybe you need to top it or something. There's some kind of plant bullshit with that. I don't know fucking fuck all about plants.
0: I know less about plants than I should to be attempting to grow them reckless. I didn't want to go I didn't want to go to the hardware store to get any pots for them so I cut a protein container. I took a protein powder container and I cut (laughs) that in half and I made two pots out of it.
1: Right. I saw your pots. They're cute. Thanks. (laughs) Um, they would also use the scum the scummy shit from making beer and they would use that to make their bread with to live in their bread.
0: Oh yeah, that's smart.
1: In places where people drink wine instead of having beer, they would make some kind of bullshit out of grape juice and flour and leave it to set until it's started wine bread yeah yeah fermenting that would be their leavening agent
0: that's smart because you've already got that all that bacteria going
1: right so you get the yeast in there and the yeast eats the sugars and shit and it just like releases gas into your into your dough that's the word on the street when it comes to fucking bread I've been making a lot of bread since this whole situation in the world. And I will say that it has been very hard to get yeast.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of yeast hogs out there. I think some people are not even making the bread.
1: I'm making that bread, though.
0: I think some people are just directly eating the yeast.
1: <laughs> um, you know, I kind of like the smell of yeast, and I'm always tempted to eat it, but I never do that. I think that's a good way to maybe fuck something up.
0: I think that if you just directly eat a live yeast, I think it could be really bad for you. <laughs>
1: I like the smell of it, though. It smells
0: good. There's some, There's something called nutritional yeast, mm-hmm. right? That stuff tastes good. As You put that on popcorn. Yeah. Not you, but some people do. Yeah,
1: some other people do. I don't do that. I think I got burnt by some bad vegan poutine before. That's what I always think about when I think about nutritional yeast now.
0: There's so many good things you can have, but I think sometimes when they try to make the fake stuff out of different food, I think they just get too big for their britches with the claims cuz there's so much good stuff you could eat that's just vegetables.
1: Yeah. I don't try to take a hamburger and be like fake tomato <laughs> like you would eat it and it's not a tomato.
0: Yeah, this is just raw beef, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, right. This is kind of you put some little sesame seeds in here and you put some ketchup on the raw beef. It's kind of messed up, dude. <laughs> this is not a tomato at all.
1: Like, well, with Atkins, people who do Atkins and, like, low-carb and, like, keto and stuff, though they're always, like, making food that is, like, bread made out of meat.
0: You know, wrapping a hamburger in a lettuce leaf is, like, you gotta do what you gotta do.
1: (laughs) I would just use a fork.
0: But that's the best-case scenario. Right.
1: Or they have, like, this thing that's, like, four egg whites and eight egg yolks and... Two sticks of Philadelphia cream cheese. Half a pound of stevia. (laughs) This is called Atkins dreams. And you whip it up. And you swear it tastes just like a pizza.
0: That's very dated. That's like very OOs. Now they just call it keto. And now they say, I think now with keto they're more strict. I think they say just eat meat. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I've been skinny before. It feels the same. No thanks.
1: (laughs) You're not fat though at all.
0: I've been skinnier though.
1: I mean, if you got skinnier, I don't think you'd have be able to buy pants.
0: I'm like three quarters torso.
1: And also, your hips are very, very, very narrow. You wear yeah. like small pants.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. My inseam's like 21 inches. <laughs> I'm that. shaped like. Who one cares of...
1: about all the legs?
0: Do you know the gorillas that do sign language? That's yes, me. I except do. I cuss. <laughs> Basically walk around with, like, them three-quarters torso making the sign for, please give me one more hot
1: dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so bread is... The staple food in the Middle East, Central Asia, North Africa, Europe, the Americas, Australia, Southern Africa, and that's it.
0: So I think it'd be easier to say who doesn't have bread as a staple food. We're talking like Southeast Asia, right?
1: South and East Asia.
0: I guess it's just easier to grow other stuff than wheat there.
1: They have rice there. That's their staple food.
0: Rice is all right, but you know, I was just going to say, can you surround a hot dog with rice? But you can. Uh You totally could. And I just saw in my mind's eye someone rolling a hot dog up in rice like sushi and cutting Uh-oh. it into little slices. $10
1: million idea?
0: No. <laughs> That's a- you want to hear a real idea that could generate money? Yes. The humble hot dog. Sure, we've all had one.
1: Sure, I'm sure someone's made a trillion dollars off hot dogs.
0: So, what is a hot dog made out of? It's made out of meat and spices. Mm hmm. And it's all grinded up. Yeah, right. It's basically pulverized and they squip it out into a little form and then it's done. Uh Consider the humble bread. (laughs) What is bread? Flour and water Uh and some different ingredients, some yeast, Uh some salt. They might put egg. Uh They might put milk. Right. Who knows? And they take that and they squip that out and they cook it and it's done. Uh You take all of your hot dog meat, pork or beef. You've got your lean and your fat. And you grind that all up and you put the spices, right? Sure. And you grind it all up. Then you take your bread, your flour, your water, your yeast, your eggs, right? Uh Uh-huh. You mix your liquid bread called dough Uh with your liquid hot dog called hot dog dough. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And you cook it all at once. Tired of buying hot dogs and buns. Tired of the hot dogs or eight hot dogs and the pack of ten buns. Uh Uh-huh. Are you tired of cooking these products independently in the microwave and having to assemble them by hand? Who has the time? Not me. Introducing (laughs) hot dog is the bun.
1: (laughs) Hot dog is the bun.
0: And it's worth a million dollars. A million. Garbage Brain University, million dollar idea.
1: Billion dollars, more like it. (laughs)
0: The hot dog is the bun. You pick it up. This light, fluffy product makes you think there's a wiener inside.
1: <laughs> it's like your favorite bread with a hint of hot dog.
0: It's the porkiest hot dog bun you've ever had.
1: <laughs> what and if you what if you had one of those and then you put another hot dog on it?
0: That's the turducken of my world. <laughs>
1: I got a hot dog is the hot dog, hot dog. Hot dog is the bun, hot dog.
0: Now, you know, this is where, you know, you've got your seven figures. You bring in a marketing guy and you say, Hot dog is the bun is a great product, but can we fix the name? <laughs> Chances are you might pay the son of a bitch and he'll say, Absolutely not. I love it. Hot dog is the bun. Hot dog is the bun. Hot
1: dog is the bun is like, it's like. I bet you the texture of it would be like a yoga mat.
0: Yeah, and that's what Americans love. You know what an American would love?
1: Something that is all even and smooth in texture, like a jello.
0: We're talking yummy mommy here. <laughs> they would cut hot dog as a bun down the side, which you can do using any standard knife. Uh huh. And they would put mayo. Uh huh. And then they would put some Velveeta on it. Right, yeah. And they might stick that sucker in the microwave and get it all melty and gelty.
1: <laughs> melty, gelty hot dog is the bun.
0: <laughs> if that's My not- My mouth
1: is watering.
0: <laughs> We're going to take a snack break. <laughs> If that's not worth seven figures, I don't know what is, Natalie. Hot dog
1: is the bun.
0: That's a million dollars easy. That's the easiest million dollars I ever made.
1: (laughs) It's kind of like, you could also have a branch off into like a a side project where instead of it being like, hot dog is the bun, like so easy, what you do is you say half vegetarian hot dogs for people who want to have less meat but they're not ready to go all the way with it they want a hot dog that only has half as much meat all the rest is bread
0: that's really smart that's like lightly salted peanuts
1: Mm -hmm. lightly meated hot dog (laughs) (laughs) like the half calf of hot dogs
0: hot dog is the bun light half the hot all the bun (laughs) I feel like if it's successful, we could go upscale. We could make le bouffe is le
1: baguette. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say le foie gras is le la baguette.
0: <laughs> no, that'd be like a that's like a forty dollar loaf of bread. I don't think we could do that.
1: We have to have like the hundred dollar sundae on the menu, and then people will be like, "On oh, the news, this ice cream costs a hundred dollars," and then you get a lot of free advertising. That's the other oh, million dollars yeah. off the million dollar idea. Did you know that bread can be served at many temperatures?
0: What kind of temperatures <laughs> are we talking?
1: Warm from the oven, cold, toast it.
0: When you make toast, you're cooking bread twice. Uh-huh. Is there like a s- special word for when you cook something twice? Twice cooked. Twice cooked wheat. <laughs>
1: double baked bread
0: here's what i would do i would cut the hot dog is the bun down the middle (laughs) Uh slide the hot dog in and instead of just putting it right into my mouth where it would taste great i would dip it in batter and then i would fry it
1: that sounds delightful hot
0: dog is the bun bites
1: what if you made peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a hot dog is the bun then you battered it and deep fried it
0: that is like a complete meal we've got fruits we've that's got the, that's
1: the whole pyramid baby
0: we should do something where we just put one carrot and we say vegetables is the bun <laughs>
1: vegetables <laughs> is the bun uh bread is most commonly eaten with one's hands did you know
0: that yeah now that i think about it yeah
1: And it is used as a carrier for other foods. It could also have stuff spread on it. You could dip it in stuff, top it with stuff, or make sandwiches with it. Those are all the uses for bread.
0: It checks out, yeah.
1: You could also use it for croutons. You could use it for breadcrumbs. You could use it to make bread pudding.
0: You could be in your house for a few months, just hanging out.
1: As one does, uh huh
0: No reason. (laughs) And you could make your own bread uh-huh. and then you could have your own bread and then you can set it on the counter and say see you tomorrow and then you come back the next day and you go oops it got stale guess i have to make french toast and then you cook that bread again
1: didn't i do that did i make some french toast with bread i made
0: yeah you made the bread and then you cooked it again
1: mm-hmm. why did i do that was that a special occasion
0: you made the bread you can do what you want to with it
1: we like, have a party? I don't remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a big party. <laughs> I don't remember everybody, anything came, everybody came over and breathed on each other. It was <laughs> sick.
1: <laughs> and we started taking bites of each other's French toast.
0: No, um, it was um, fun, um. yeah.
1: Licking each other's faces. Bread. bread crust is the surface of the bread. It is harder than the rest of the bread. And it is browned through the Maillard reaction. And it's the sugars and the amino acids on the surface. Make it hard.
0: They do, but they taste better.
1: Yeah. It makes it makes it taste better, and it's harder, and it is better than the rest of the bread. And they actually found that the crust has more dietary fiber and antioxidants in it than the rest of the bread. Really? Yeah. Probably because it's so hard. So when you make a bread, right, usually you'll put the yeast in with the water and the sugar, and then you put it in with the other ingredients you mix it up and you let it rise the first time and then you punch it down and then you get it into whatever containers you want and then you let it rise the second time and then you cook it
0: and the rising is called proofing right yeah
1: and that's when the yeast is fermenting and blowing air into your shit uh sourdough is a kind of bread that requires a long fermentation of the dough so that you have all the all the shit in the sourdough starter and you gotta leave it out longer bacteria and yeast together at last (laughs) when you make the sourdough it works off the yeast that is already present in the flour itself and so when you leave it out for a really long time then it gives it time to propagate
0: so it like inoculates the dough and
1: yeah the sour taste is because lactic acid produced during anaerobic fermentation all right a starter can last indefinitely as long as you as long as you keep the conditions favorable for it
0: so it's just we're talking like little individual cells and they just keep eating whatever you've got in there
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: basically the only thing that would happen is if you had a sourdough starter in your fridge
1: so they i mean they might die yeah. And some people, there's some places, like I've read about bakeries and stuff where they have sourdough starters that are like decades old or like 100 years old. And it's just the same one that got started way back then. They just have kept it going this whole time. Originally, peasants in Europe would only bake once a week. And so the way that they would make their bread is that they would save a little pinch of it for next week. And so that's, that's when people started doing that.
0: That's my favorite kind of recipe is you need some of the recipe to make a recipe
1: yeah like, you need a little bit of the sourdough to make sourdough
0: to make sourdough bread you start with sourdough bread
1: what was it the one thing that you were making that you, uh, yogurt you weren't making yogurt but yogurt you also need yogurt to make yogurt
0: i've never made yogurt because there's a recipe for making yogurt in the instant pot and they were like the first step is you need to buy a gallon of milk well i could buy you know how much yogurt i could buy for that <laughs> six bucks or something it's, it's too expensive.
1: I don't you think just... you could buy a gallon of yogurt for that much.
0: Well, I'm not going to eat a gallon of yogurt.
1: <laughs> now you're not. You don't have that much.
0: I have far less than a gallon of
1: yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that they invented sliced bread in 1928?
0: What did they do with the bread before that? You cut it yourself. So that's where the best thing since sliced bread came from. Nineteen twenty-eight.
1: Before that, um, when they would call something the best thing since sliced bread, before the sliced bread came out, they used to say the best thing since bagged bread.
0: Bagged bread.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the best thing since they started putting bread in bags.
0: But and that really lowered the bar because before that it was well wow, this is the best thing since bread. <laughs>
1: And then, I mean...
0: Loaves of bread that were unbagged. (laughs) It's the best thing since bulk bread. (laughs) You go to Whole Foods and you saddle up to that big cylinder and you pull the lever down and you get yourself some bulk bread in the bag. Right. (laughs) Take it up there. Somehow it cost 14 bucks. You fucked up.
1: Yeah, you done fucked up. Did you know that in World War II when they would do rationing, they prohibited the sale of freshly baked bread because they thought it was it was so delicious that people wouldn't be able to restrain themselves from eating too much bread and so they would not sell any, anyone any bread unless it was 24 hours old
0: that kind of makes sense though right right on the surface it's like wow denying people their pleasure but I think freshly baked bread actually like has a chemical reaction to me right
1: it makes you go hog wild. <laughs> It makes
0: you absolutely lose your shit. I remember one time you said, okay, I'm going to make bread. Mm -hmm. And this is like one of the first times you ever made bread. You're like, I'm going to make bread. And I was like, all right, whatever. I've had that stuff. (laughs) And you were like, okay, well, we're going to go. And then we went down to this little farmer's market and we got like some special jelly or some special jam or preserves. And we got a little bit of special butter.
1: Artisan shit.
0: Artisan jam, right? And we went home and you made the bread, and I was like, oh yeah. And you were like, the bread's out. And I was like, okay, let's have this bread. And it was like, (laughs) fresh. And we cut some pieces off, put a little bit of like artisan pear jam and a little bit of butter, and it was like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) This is the best shit ever.
0: And we ate like the whole loaf of bread.
1: We just ate bread. For it dinner. was just
0: like that was just what was gonna happen. And we just ate the whole bread. And I remember you looked at me and you were like, I'm really sorry, but I'm never gonna make this again.
1: <laughs> I'm never making bread ever again. And I never did until the pandemic. <laughs> I was like, Well, we might die. So it's okay. <laughs>
0: Well, if end times are upon us,
1: let's get this bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, it's delicious. And so, yeah, I would just inhale a 90 pound loaf. So they called me in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, they didn't. <laughs> Did you know that when people call rich people the upper crust, that is a bread thing? No. Because in the 1600s, they would make bread in stone ovens that were like wood fired. The bread on the bottom touched the bottom and so it would have ash and soot and shit on it. Oh, yeah. And the top of the bread wouldn't. And so you would cut the bottom crust off and only eat the top part of the bread.
0: So that refers to the people that never had to get down in the shit.
1: Yeah. They never had to eat the dirty part of the bread.
0: They never had to eat dirty bread.
1: Yeah. Um, I have a fact that says feeding ducks to bread. (laughs) Feeding ducks to bread is bad.
0: (laughs) The duck is the bun.
1: (laughs) The duck is the bread. I'm, I'm
0: sorry, so feeding bread to ducks...
1: It's bad for them. Yeah. It causes health problems for them.
0: What does it do to them? Um, I didn't get that far. I just found the list of alternate foods, and then I decided to bring corn to the, to the ducks.
1: Why not to feed ducks bread?
0: Well, this researcher says that free food isn't all it's quacked up to be. <laughs> I don't know that that's a verifiable source.
1: It has no nutritional value. <laughs> no free food. is not what it's quacked up to be. <laughs> a lot of these reasons seem to be like they don't want the ducks to get real comfortable.
0: If they get handouts, they'll just stay at the end mm-hmm. of the interstate. <laughs> Like, can you fucking relax? It's a duck, dude.
1: Um, Yeah, there's basically a bunch of, like, right-wing reasons not to feed ducks. And then also the leftovers get rotten around and and cause, like, yucky problems with algae and shit.
0: Number one, like, if you want the ducks to have a good life, great. Number two, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, if the ducks get real mad and aggro, what, they're going to come after you and quack at you? Like, just fucking walk away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right it's like the tyler the creator tweet about being cyberbullied. but
1: <laughs> did you know that ancient egyptians used to use moldy bread on infected wounds and they think that might be the way that people originally started having like antibiotic really like they would do that and then no one ever thought about it until the guy discovered it later
0: yeah, I guess he did discover it because he isolated the compound and named it. Yeah, he named it after his penis.
1: <laughs> yeah, penicillin.
0: The ancient Egyptians just probably called it like provenance of right the gods. Uh huh. And then some guy came along and he's like, "This is my dick."
1: <laughs> oh, my dick. <laughs> Annie, what is pumpernickel?
0: You can't just ask me that. I,
1: I'm asking you that because I wanted to learn that today, but I forgot to look it up before I started.
0: Pumpernickel, it's like the quicksand of bread. It's like they always say, like, I thought I would run into this a lot more in my life, but I really don't. Uh huh. You might see it down on the bottom underneath all the English muffins it might be really special to some people and it has an emotional or social meaning in which case
1: like what is it about that bread that makes it that here's my thing with pumpernickel is i don't like the bread i used to run into it here and there when i used to live in eastern ohio because i think people are more open to like more diverse bread types over there (laughs) and i always hated it
0: so it's just dark bread and it kind of stinks
1: but They also have those pumpernickel bagel chips in the Chex Mix, and I think those are delightful. But what is it even? Pumpernickel bread. It's rye bread. Sourdough rye bread.
0: That's what they drank in American Pie. Rye.
1: Rye, rye, rye. Rye, rye.
0: One time I went to the grocery store. They were doing the thing. where in the top four of the grocery store, which I'm not going to explain. But there's just a top four where they have bands. And there was a guy playing guitar up there on the top floor of the grocery. Mm -hmm. And he was like, now this is a song a lot of people have heard and a lot of people like. I'm going to play the full version. If you don't know this full version, you need to ask your parents He played like the full 27 verse version of American Pie. And I sat there for like 36 minutes, like listening to him. (laughs) And it's like, you know. Everybody knows the good old boys drinking whiskey and rye. Then he played the whole song, and then he explained the whole mythology of it to us. And it was like the longest trip to the grocery I ever had.
1: <laughs> so apparently, um, a pumpernickel bread. When you do your starter, you add caraway seeds and onion. Okay, so yeah, you put a bag of onions and caraway seeds in the center of of your sourdough starter. And let that ferment inside of it.
0: Now, caraway, I don't know a lot about, but that's basically pretzel flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, like there's a flavor. If you ever have caraway <laughs> in something, you'll be like, oh, it's pretzel.
1: a <laughs> pretzel flavor. Yeah, and then it's just rye flour, and you also need rye bread for it. So I don't have any answers for you. You need. You don't have
0: any answers for yourself. I wasn't even thinking pumpernickel.
1: I was. I was like, "What the fuck is it?" I have no answers. You put onions in the starter, and then you fish them back out. And then also you put bread in it, in the bread.
0: I don't know. This is why, see, when I cook hamburgers, I, nev- I never need to, like, prior to making the burgers, I never need to go in and take a little bit of burger and put it in a big bowl of other stuff, and then it turns into hamburger.
1: Anyway, if someone has answers about pumpernickel bread, I'm confused. It's not Listen. it's not good unless it's in Chuck's Mix. I've also, I have enjoyed it before. If it is a spinach dip bowl.
0: Give us the details. You know, it's just a matter of attention span and having so much stuff to look at and click on. But if you want to really reach us and you want to have a conversation, join the Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. That'll get you in. Hop onto the Discord. Tell us, what do you know about pumpernickel bread? Are you a pumpermaster? Are you a master nickel bread? <laughs> I'm flying close to the sun. I feel like any of these could be slurs. (laughs) My wax is getting soft.
1: You need to help me out. Right, right. pumpernickel bread like to me it seems like a bougie thing because when you buy pumpernickel bread you're saying oh you know i don't need that for peanut butter and jelly
0: right you would not get that bread it's like
1: i don't need to just have a little bit of toast and jam with that
0: you know what my favorite you know what my favorite thing is because i'm not a wine i'm not a wine drinker no My favorite thing is, is like once a year or like not this year, but last year or next year when, you know, very occasionally we go to a nice restaurant. So I don't drink wine. You don't drink wine. The waitress will come around, really fancy place. And will be like, you know, wine. And I'm like, I, you know, what do you have? The bar menu, right? Yeah. So I look down and I order some kind of drink. And then you go, and I will have a Diet Coke.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well yes.
0: The idea of going to the Westphalia region of Germany and like investigating all the historic bread and smelling all of the lips and picking the very nicest pumpernickel and then putting smuckers on it <laughs> is like incredibly funny to me. <laughs> Y'all got some skippy with honey. I don't want the regular Skippy. I want the Skippy with the honey in You know the what? I'm
1: going to have it. this hot dog as the pumpernickel.
0: <laughs> Listen, the sausage is the bossage.
1: Whoops. Uh-oh. Did you know in France, you have to make all of the bread that you sell in order to be allowed to call yourself a bakery.
0: That's good though. Otherwise, you could just go to the store and get bread and just mark it up.
1: Right. Bread middleman.
0: Bread arbitrage. <laughs> it would be really funny if you were like in a little like accordion playing village in France. And you just walked down to the baker in the morning and you bought like 14 baguettes. And then you went back to your store that was the bread store and you just marked it up and you called them like cool baguettes.
1: (laughs) Very authentic French baguettes.
0: These are rare bags, homie. Where did I get these bags? (laughs) I made them.
1: that's a good idea too mark up that bread
0: flipping bread
1: flipping bread like a fucking motherfucker
0: buying a baguette for one euro and selling it for two euros (laughs) it's an infinite euro factory you're
1: just printing euros,
0: fucker
1: (laughs) (laughs) what did you learn today about bread?
0: I really had no idea what pumpernickel was. I still don't. It's sourdough bread made with coarse rye flour. It originated in the Westphalia region of Germany.
1: And you had to put onions and caraway seeds. You
0: put onions and caraway in the starter, yeah. Never <laughs> eaten it, and I'm not interested in it.
1: I think you've had it. Didn't they have pieces of it at the at the fondue restaurant to dip your cheese with it?
0: I think that was Roman meal.
1: <laughs> Roman meal is like not. I don't even know what the fuck Roman meal is. <laughs>
0: Roman, Roman meal is just like wonder bread, but it says it's wheat bread and all over the package. It's like, eat your bread like the Romans did. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it costs like 10 cents more than regular bread. And they're like Roman meal. It's healthier.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's that, I don't know that's if- that dyed brown wheat bread we were talking about earlier. Uh, Oh, Garbage Brain University is brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Harlem Township, Ohio wants to be your significant other.
0: (laughs) Harlem Township, Ohio is here for you. Who wants
1: to hold hands.
0: Who can blame them? Because you're lovely. You've listened this far. And if you have listened this far and you're not in our secret club yet, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Join the secret club. Join us. Talk to us. There's a couple hundred people in there. We just chill all day and we hang out.
1: We do all kinds of chit-chatting and whatever.
0: We have a book club. We have an Animal Crossing club. We post pictures of our food we cook. I do it. Everybody else does it. So uh, join up. Check it out. You also hear all the episodes you haven't heard already. There's a lot. Half of our episodes are paid if you're like episode 96, 98 on down the line. Where are all these episodes I'm missing? Buddy, it's because you don't subscribe.
1: Yeah, you fucked up.
0: So thanks again for listening. Goodbye. I love
1: you. Goodbye.
0: That's inappropriate. It's
1: like brotherly love. It's like I love the human, all the humans.
0: Solidarity and fraternity to you,
1: comrades. (laughs) Everybody is one global consciousness, and I love humanity. All one. <laughs>